Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a f***ing ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bang. Today is October 4th, 2021. Better known as Losing Tuesday. Mm. Tuesday suck. This week sucks. <laughs> this one was like worse than the loss to Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, I felt that way too. This was a, this was a kick in the kick in the groins. Uh, got a lot to talk about with this game. I tell you, man, I have some complaining to do. This is, this is gonna be, you know, I try not to do this. I really do. <laughs> I try to be as um, unbiased and fair and truthful as I could possibly be. But this one, man, oh, I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm a, I was in a bad mood yesterday. I woke up kind of grumpy, had some stuff happen that we you know was just kind of crappy. And then I was like, okay, I got to rewatch this game because we always rewatch the game before we do the podcast. And I rewatched the game, and man, was I angry through this whole game. I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm just mad, I'm mad, I'm mad. <laughs> and uh, uh, I can't wait to hear who you're mad at. Uh, well, it's the usual suspects. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. But man, it, uh, this game was not what it appeared to be, and I haven't even got to the All-22 yet. I just downloaded that today, getting ready to go through it. Uh, I've gotten... Two games almost done with all 22, so I'm going to start on this one and just go ahead and try and get what I can out of it. Hopefully, I'll be able to get some videos up this week. This one, I know I'm getting video up on this one. I know. There's a couple things I've got to say. I've got to say. I've complained about this stuff for years, and I'm always like, okay, I'm going to make a video about this one. I'm going to make a video about this one, but this one I'm doing. This one I'm doing. (laughs) This is the what? I'm angry. (laughs) Keith, angry. Uh, real quick, though, a fact check follow-up. I said the Dolphins and the Eagles and the Bills were the only undefeated teams last week. It was the Dolphins and the uh, Eagles. No Bills. <clears throat> no Bills. No, they lost to somebody, and I can't remember who. Uh, so it wasn't... Geez, what happened to the color on our webcam? It went green. There we go. So, it, you know, it was... Uh, I, I, I was just shocked that any of those people were undefeated. <laughs> to be honest with you. So right now, as it and stands, still. the Eagles are the undefeated team, which is crazy that it happened this early in the season. Yeah, this, this is the I, I can't remember a season where it's been this early in, and there's only one undefeated team. I know. Or like four four games. Four games one, in one four and team. Uh, and we we only have one or two. The, the Houston Texans are on. They haven't won any. They have. No, they, they do have a tie. No, they've won. They they're one. They're. I forget what happened this week, and I think they lost. So they're one, two, and one. Good lord. They have a tie. Houston Texans. I know. What a crap team, man. Why do we keep getting this weird color on there every time I, I lean back? I guess I can't lean back. Uh, so, you know, that's it for the, the fact checks and follow-ups. Uh, real quick, Devin White was given the award for the NFC Defensive Player yeah. of, the, of the Month. Uh, Not for in. October, probably. Yeah. 
Uh, I got some things to say about him, too. Uh, he had racked up 24 tackles, which is about eight per game so far this season. Three sacks, three tackles for a loss, two passes defensed, and a forced fumble. That was when we were 2-1 and one before we played the stinking Chiefs. Stinking Chiefs, I like it. The stinking, the chefs. The chefs. Oh, man, I tell you what, I was I was furious with this game. You know, it was weird watching the game. And and Molly said before the game, she goes, oh, God, we got to listen to Chris Collinsworth. Would you say fellatio? Fillate. Fillate. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. The, the next Michael game. Jordan. Yes, the next Michael Jordan. And I laughed. I was like, yeah, we're going to have to hear him a little bit. I couldn't believe the whole game. That's all he talked about was how awesome Patrick Mahomes is and this and that and this and that. And they made it. It was the it was the Patrick Mahomes show. I mean, they rarely the they rarely said anything about Tom Brady or the Buccaneers except how badly they were getting beat and everything. And the media really really did a disservice with this game. You know, it was it was a lot more competitive than it than it seemed, and I think a lot of it was because of just the way the the announcers were just you know oh there's no stopping this Chiefs. Offense, when they get on a roll, there's no, you know, the, the, Patrick Mahomes is the best in the universe it's ever been. And Travis Kelsey is taking his revenge on Levante. You know, and, just, and the way that they told it, the only reason the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl was Pat Mahomes' toe. Pat, yep, that's right. That was it. <clears throat> and they, uh, they talked about the offensive line. You know, now they got a new offensive line, and this offensive line is just killing it, which I'm really, really going to talk about that a lot here. Uh, but yeah, they they just acted like the whole game was nothing but Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they it was it, it was insane. It really was. I was getting frustrated, and you know, you you knew it was going to happen coming in. I knew it was. I didn't think it was going to be that bad though, and it it did make it look like the Chiefs were just killing us, which that's not what happened. Surprising. It felt that way. <laughs> it did feel that way, and I think a lot of it had to do with the way the the media uh, portrayed it. Now, I, <clears throat> they 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 did nothing but talk great about Patrick Mahomes and kind of poo pooed Brady, and every now and then they might would have said something. But but listen to this. Listen to these stats. You know, I'm not a big stats guy, but listen to this. Twenty one completions or twenty one attempts, fourteen completions. 126 yards. Oh no, wait, that's not right. All right, I got I got the, the the stats pulled up here. Now listen to this. You tell me which is the better stats. 37 attempts, 23 completions, 249 yards, three sacks, three touchdowns. And a rating of 97.7. Or 39 completions out of 52 attempts, 385 yards, one sack, three touchdowns, and a 114.7 rating. You tell me who's better there. Number two. That's Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady had better stats than Patrick Mahomes in this game. Tom Brady played great. Now, we talked about uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know, he makes all these dynamic plays. Oh, he had two plays that were really lucky. You know, I mean, he did he did some razzle-dazzle and all that, but they were broken down plays, and he got lucky, you know, because both of them were, he threw up ducks, you know, and we really should have gotten those balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady 
had some great scrambles. He got out of some really good sacks and threw some bombs. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk yeah. about that. Hit some good passes to Mike Evans. Yes. The boy. Yeah, thank God Mike Evans is back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Donovan Smith, they were all playing. Uh, the, the only starter that we didn't have playing, I think, was Akeem Hicks. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was nice to see those guys out there. And Mike Evans, he, he just makes a difference. He's, yeah. just, he's just a baller. Yeah. He's a baller. That guy catches balls. Except the one time. We'll talk about that, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. I was furious over that one. Uh, so, anyhow, Tom Brady's out there doing better than Patrick Mahomes. But yet, if you listen to the broadcast, if you don't watch the game and you just listen to the broadcast, you would think that Tom Brady was out there getting his butt kicked mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes put up all these numbers. Now he didn't. It is weird to me how they have crowned Pat Mahomes the next golden boy. They did it the first year he was in the league. Now, granted, he won the Super Bowl that year. Is that the first year or second year? I think second, it was second year. Maybe second year. But they had already crowned him mm-hmm. like the next Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They were, they're so desperate to find another Tom Brady, which is never going to happen. No. Not going to happen. No. It's not going to happen. And so ever since then... You know, they've carried on with this narrative mm-hmm. well, that they, he's the next GOAT. Well, God, they, they do this all the time. I mean, I, we need to write a list of all the quarterbacks that they've just gushed over mm-hmm. or players that they've just gushed over that, you know, eventually just disappeared. Yeah. It's hard to stay in the league, especially as long as Brady has. We're watching the greatest player in football, maybe in sports history, and they're going to sit there and – uh crown and, and, and talk wonders about the other guy. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Now, I can understand Brady is not exciting. Uh, you, you could say, even make the argument that they just talked Brady out. There's really nothing left to say. Now, People don't want to hear it. People don't want to hear it. Right. But still, at the same time, when he's gone, mm-hmm. you're going to wish Tom Brady was still around. That simple. And you're going to tell your grandkids and your kids, yeah, I, I watched Tom Brady for 25 years play football. And they're going to be like, ooh, that's awesome, you know. Because he's going down in history. <laughs> you know, it's probably the greatest athlete that's ever lived. But yet they're acting like he's out there like a doofus. I know. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. It is so disrespectful. Yeah. And they talk about Travis Kelsey. Oh, you know, Travis Kelsey and this, Travis Kelsey and that and everything. Mike Evans had more passing yardage and touchdowns than Travis Kelsey. <laughs> well, it's, you're just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So, that's, that was infuriating, but that's that has nothing to do with the game. Well, uh, and to go back to the quarterback thing... They two weeks ago they did the same thing. Greg Olson and um, is it Kevin Burkhart about James Winston? About James Winston. James Winston up against Tom Brady, <laughs> and they could not say enough good things about James Winston. You would think Tom Brady was not even in the game. Yeah, it's weird. It's the weirdest thing, man. I mean, it's a disservice to fans. It really is. You know, because they're not. And I'm, you know, if you're if Tom Brady's not on your team, you probably hate Tom Brady, or you just think, you know, oh, he's a cheater. Uh, you know, he's he's always been lucky. He's always been surrounded by good players. Not no, Tom Brady is the best for reasons. You know, and and a lot of them are demonstrated right there on the field. But these people don't pick it out. I mean, you watch Patrick Mahomes. 
he was inaccurate on a lot of passes. You know, he does all these weird passes on the left, mm-hmm. you know, where he side arms it and he's never sets his base correctly. He has horrible fundamentals and mm-hmm. all this good stuff. And the ball goes all over the place sometimes. I, I know. You know, it, I mean, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but Tom Brady, it, his passes are like lasers. Some of those passes are just incredible because our receivers don't really get open. If you watch, you know, Travis Kelsey and these guys, they're generally open when Mahomes throws them the ball. Now, there was some passes that were squeaked in. Uh, you know, our linebackers had our back turned to them or, or whatever. But generally, they're open receivers. You know, Brady's not throwing to open receivers as much. He throws it in the window, you know. And it's just incredible. The accuracy and the decision-making is above Everybody, heads and shoulders. It's elite. But they don't talk about that mess. It's mm-hmm. so aggravating. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about the announcers all the, the whole thing because I got plenty to bitch about <laughs> with the rest of this. Okay, so let's talk about the game. What happened? First quarter starts off immediately. They get the ball. Oh. They kick it. They kick it to us. They, they defer to the second half. They win the coin toss. They kick it to us. White, number 29, our rookie running back. He gets the ball. He comes running out. Boom. Fumbles it. Now, it, Disaster. Disaster, yeah. Fumbled it in damn near on our red zone. And uh, the the Chiefs get the ball. They come out. Two plays later, boom. Score a touchdown. Kelsey over the middle. And uh, that hurt. Because you got to remember, we only lost by what? Ten points? Mm-hmm. You know, so little little things... Little things mattered in this game. There was a lot, lot, lot of little things that gave them the advantage. Now, on that fumble, it really wasn't White's fault. It was just one of those weird things. They didn't punch the ball out or anything like that. It was just, you know, a group of people hit at the same time. It got wedged out. Uh, our guys didn't see it come out. I don't even think their guys saw it come out. It just kind of rolled over to one of their guys, and he <sighs> grabbed hold of it. Uh, and then nobody saw it come out, the announcers or anything, until the referees came over and, you know, pointed that it was Kansas City's ball. So two plays later, Kelsey scores a touchdown, 7-0. Uh, uh, then on the extra point, man, Jamal Dean, Jamal Dean came so close to blocking that. I think it went through his hands. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang it. I know. That would have been sweet. Uh there was a couple of issues that our team had in this game that I'm going to cover here. Uh, the defense was one of them. Surprisingly, not where you think it's going to be. But uh, they played hard. They played a good game, too. Uh, surprisingly. I, I, I can't fully say that with 100% confidence because I haven't seen all 22 yet. But rewatching the game, and I, you know, I was replaying, it, replaying each play and watching the players and all this good stuff. Uh, defense showed up. They came to play. But there's a reason why they did not succeed, and we'll get to that. Uh, Fournette came out. He had a nice catch and run, 25 yards. That was our second offensive play. It was beautiful, set up, blocking, all that good stuff. Uh, then suck up ended up getting a field goal, so that made it 7-3. to three. Mm-hmm. So not a terrible deficit. I mean, no. you want a touchdown there, but right. you did get points on the board. Yes. Then... Uh, the next possession, they come out. Mahomes gets wrapped up by Carlton Davis. I mean, Carlton Davis had him. He was all over him. Had his arm, even. Had had 
part of his uh, jersey and his arm, and he was pulling him down. Mahomes was able to just toss this ball up. It was an ugly pass. It should have been intercepted or knocked down. It, it, it was the dumbest decision in the world to make. <laughs> it really was. It was the, and, and that's what's infected the league. We talked about this yeah. last year. It's yeah. the Mahomes effect. It's, he does this stuff, and it works out sometimes, and the, everybody acts like it's the biggest thing. So all the other quarterbacks start doing it, and you see it with like Garoppolo last year in the playoffs. He's in the end zone. Same <laughs> damn thing. He's getting wrapped up, spun around. He just tosses the ball out, and uh, they get a pick six. It's like the Mahomes effect is like the opposite of the Jameis effect. Like Jameis infects his teams with dumb stuff like just yeah. unlucky uh fluke stuff mm-hmm. just always seems to happen to the people around him Mahomes is like the total opposite he gets lucky way more than he should and uh a lot of these chance plays just mm-hmm. work out in his favor yes yeah and, and and you could say uh there's some skill there and everything and yeah there is a little bit of skill but there's no way if you go back and look at that play I mean, he just wings the ball as he's being taken down. He's got his arm. And it wasn't like it was a pretty pass on target. That would have been a different story. You go, oh, that was quite impressive. No, it was a wobbler. It just floated up in the air, and it was caught by Smith-Schuster for a first down. Uh, And uh, Winfield was six inches away from batting that ball down. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, it was... It's just one of those plays where the defense gets caught off guard because they're like, why would he? You know, that's yeah. just ridiculous that that, you know, that they're kind of shocked that it happened. Same thing with the touchdown. We'll talk about that later. Well, this is something that I learned from the video you did of comparing Jameis to Tom Brady. You had that series, mm-hmm. and one of them was the accuracy, and you showed how Jameis's receivers constantly have to come back mm-hmm. and wait for his passes, and Tom Brady's don't. So I noticed that now, and Pat Mahomes' receivers, they all, oh, they, they, all, they all have to come back yes. to the ball yes. every single time. It's not just right in the bread basket. Mm-mm. It's, you know, five yards this way, five yards that way. Yep, yep, or they got to stretch. They got to yeah. twist backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, accuracy is just not... Not a big thing anymore, you know, it's because we got all these dynamic running quarterbacks, mm-hmm. so accuracy is kind of being thrown to the wayside. Uh, and it's but it's a huge deal, you know, it's one of Jameis Winston's biggest foibles was that he just never worked on his accuracy. Uh, so you know, when you when you have receivers like Chris Evans and stuff like that, you Mike can Evans. get Mike Evans, you can get <laughs> away with it, and Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. Mike Evans, and Julio Jones because they can catch the ball in just about any position and twist and everything. Like but you have to have receivers like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't, uh, Travis Kelsey's very good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, kind of these big guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you have to you have to be able to do it in traffic. You have to fight guys and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes never should have thrown that pass, and it's just it was it, it was it was lucky that he didn't get it picked off pick six. To be honest with you, you know, if Winfield would have been a half a step quicker, that would have been an interception. Yeah, so. It is what it is. It happens. Uh, defense didn't capitalize on it. Uh, and then right after that, uh, Edward Solaire got a three-yard touchdown, make it a 14-3. Second quarter, the uh, Chiefs end up getting the, the ball back after, I think it was a, a four and out on our part. Uh, Mahomes scrambles up the middle for seven yards on a third and two. 
Now, this is something I've been having an issue with, and if you watch these games closely, you'll see we are leaving a huge gap up the middle where the Damakong Su was. And it reminds me so much of Gerald McCoy, you know, how he would wrap around, you know, he was always trying to go after the pass rusher, or the pass, rushing the passer, and he would leave that gap there. And Levante David was always very good at, at covering cleaning that gap, it up. cleaning that up. But with this defense, we have our linebackers running back a lot into coverage, so they're too far back to clean up those that gap there, and uh, we're we're just we're just leaving. I mean, they're huge holes, huge mm-hmm. holes where Sue was, and Sue never there was never holes there. I mean, that was his domain. You know that that ten yards right there was his. You know, and we don't have that anymore. We talked about this. You know, our de- our run defense is probably going to suffer this year, and they've suffered. Yeah. Brings me to a point. That was the difference in this game. If you look at the stats, Tom Brady outperformed Patrick Mahomes, not by a little bit, but by quite a bit. Our run game was crap. We only ran the ball six times for three yards. For three yards. (laughs) For three so yards. awful. So I get the people complain about the play calling. Like, okay, you, you yeah, might have aban- a point here. We abandoned the run. Like, I thought we were done with this now that VA mm. was not. Well, we panic. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's Brady. I don't know if it's Leftwich. I really don't. Uh, but it just seems like we get into these situations where we feel like we have to just pass the ball every single down to try and make up. And that's what we do. And it, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Um, let me see. They ended up with 189 yards. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, on 37 runs. We had six. They had 37. Oh, my God. And they had a 5.1 average. What are we doing? That was the difference in the game. I don't understand. There's a reason why they had a 5.1 average, too. And I'm going to get to that in a second. This is this is the main reason why they won this game. And, man, I I'll tell guess. you you can guess. You know what's coming. Oh, God, it was infuriating just watching this. So, anyhow, <clears throat> the officiating in this game, we'll just jump into it. The officiating in this game <laughs> was absolute trash. It was horrible. They, I, I don't know if they had a conference before the game and they said, all right, we're going to let Kansas City just do all the holding they want to do. What crew was it? Do you um, remember? I say Corriente, but. Tony Corrente. I want to say that's who it was. It, it was uh, Bill Vinovich. 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 I don't know him. Yeah. But they, it, it was, I don't know, it was mind-boggling at all the holding that the Kansas City Chiefs did. And it was blatantly bad. I mean, I saw it during the game. I saw some holding, and I was like, man, it just seems like they're they're getting away with a lot of this crap. But then watching a replay, I really paid attention. And wait till I get to the All-22. I mean, I counted 16 holds just on the wow. just on the broadcast version. If you could see it on the broadcast version, I guarantee you I'm going to hit 30 yeah. on the All-22. Yeah. Uh, and, but they were calling us for holding. We got called for holding. And the Chiefs were just, I mean, just bad, blatant. I mean, they were like pulling jerseys from yards away, grabbing helmets. What? Yes. I mean, almost every big play Kansas City had, there's a blatant foul. 
and that just wasn't called. I don't know what's going on. And now, uh, last year, the ref said that they were going to not call holding, not be as uptight about holding unless it's blatant, you know, and so you saw a lot of teams adjusting to the league, trying to figure out, you know, what's holding and what isn't. The Buccaneers were very, very good at not being a, uh, a, a team that takes advantage of that type of stuff. Now, there are teams, uh, the Saints, the Redskins, uh, I'll throw the Kansas City Chiefs in there. Uh, the Rams were doing it, but they didn't in the playoffs last year. It was very strange. Uh, where You know, they take advantage of that. They, they hold more than they should. Mm-hmm. You know, well, in this Kansas City game, I don't know what was going on, and I, I haven't looked at any of their games previously to see if this is something that they're coaching I would I would assume it is because everybody on their offense was doing it. Their tight ends, their wide receivers, their their offensive mm-hmm. linemen. But it seemed like they were really targeting Barrett, Barrett, Shaq Barrett. Really, he got held on almost every play, and not just held. I mean, they were clobbering him. And you know, he came out before the game and said that you know this offensive line is <laughs> he doesn't see any difference, and he expects the uh, Tampa Bay defense to have a really good game. Blah blah blah. Uh, and, you know, the Kansas City media made a big deal about it after the game, particularly where they were like, they went around and they asked all the offensive linemen if that had anything to do with it. And they were all like, yeah, we were so pumped up and we were going to make sure and all this. And they asked Shaq Barrett, the Kansas City media did after the game. He was coming out of the locker room. They asked him if he regretted saying it. And he was like, no. <laughs> and he said they they had a game plan and they did their game plan and it worked. So, you know, that's it. But during the game, he was so frustrated with the officials. I mean, he was walking over to them and talking to them and saying, you know, I mean, you could see he was very animated. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was getting held almost every single play. Well, it seemed like the whole Chiefs team that is remaining from the Super Bowl game. There was only one offensive line. Had a chip on their shoulder about the Bucs because Kelsey – was very upset with Levante David. And he talked about that in the press conference also. Mm-hmm. So I think that they, to them, this was like a revenge game. Yes. Well, in the in the, in the Super Bowl, uh, me and you had talked about this in the podcast, and I say it's something that defenses don't take advantage of with these scrambling dynamic quarterbacks. Is when the quarterback leaves the pocket, you can lay out the receivers. You know, they're, they're considered blockers at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the quarterback leaves the pocket, lay the receivers out. And, I, you know, I was saying that. That's what we need to do in the Super Bowl. And they did it. I mean, uh, Levante David and them were laying Kelsey out. <laughs> That's why he Every, was mad. Yes. I, remember we talked about this. At, at one point, he was sitting on the field. Oh, just yeah. Beat yeah. Up, just sitting there. <laughs> like despondent. Yes. Uh, but we didn't do that in this game. Uh, the, the, the one touchdown where uh, – uh, Mahomes got flushed out of the pocket, and Dave, Devin White came over, missed the tackle. Mahomes kind of spun out of it, and they just kind of shuttled past it over the defense into uh, the receiver's arms. Got a touchdown. We should have we should have laid out every single receiver that was in that area, but we didn't. We didn't touch them. They were actually blocking us, and you know that was that was. Uh, I think a mistake on our part that we didn't do that. I don't understand why it's not more 
done more across the league because you've got all these dynamic quarterbacks. As soon as they step one single foot out of that pocket, just lay out the receivers. Yeah. Who are they going to throw it to? Make them scramble. Mm-hmm. You know? So the the officiating was just really, really bad in this game. I'm going to bring up a couple of things here. And when I get through the All-22, I'm, I'm definitely going to make a video on this one because I was just furious at all the crap I saw. Uh, but there was a, a, another thing that happened that I felt had a real big impact on the game. Uh, Devin White, something happened with him. He played lights out in the first couple series and then just disappeared after that. And not, not like he was taken out of the plays and they were going away from him, but he was kind of just standing there. He was not initiating contact. He was avoiding... Uh, going into piles. There, there was actually one instance. I don't know if he was hurt or frustrated or whatever. Uh, you know, we saw this with Levante David in the Rams game last year in the playoffs where he just basically quit uh, for the last few plays. Something happened with Devin White. I don't know what it was, and I'm going to look for it on the All-22, but he he, he kind of quit. Mm-hmm. There, there was at one point, it was a third and two, and uh, they, it was a run, and they ran straight up the middle, kind of behind the left guard. And Golston, and I want to say it was Edwards, uh, stopped the runner right before the uh, the first down mark. And it, it might have been a second, I can't remember, because I think they got the first down after that. But <clears throat> Devin White was standing right there, and he did not try to stop that running back. I mean, he literally stood there. He was three feet away. Running back was still on his feet, and Golston and Edwards were fighting him to not get that first down. And Evan White stood there, didn't try to stop the run. It was, it was. I was like, "What is going on here?" And this happened quite a bit, you know. And it did seem like we were super vulnerable in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, huh. that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yes, it and it. I. It seemed to happen after. Mahomes got out because when Mahomes scrambled for that second touchdown or third touchdown where he just lobbed it up into the end zone from like five yards away, you know, he got flushed out of the pocket. I think it was Nelson or uh, Nassib. And he's running over to the sideline and Devin White comes at him. Devin White has a great open field tackle and Devin White goes for his legs, which drives me crazy. And Mahomes just spun out of it. And Devin White just totally missed him. And it seems like after that play is when I started noticing Devin White just kind of not putting forth a lot of effort. I don't, I don't know if he was hurt. I, mean, you know, I, I don't know what the reason is, but it's, it's quite obvious on the field that there was something wrong with Devin White. Hmm. Uh, and I, that's when I first started noticing it was after that play. That was the last good play that I remember him doing. Uh, there was one instance in the, the light, like the third, fourth quarter where he, he came in on a blitz and almost got to the quarterback. But other than that, he, he was – he didn't do anything. Uh, so after that, you got the, the, the third touchdown. So it was 21-3, to three, and it was a lucky touchdown because Mahomes was – he was – he got hit. Uh, he was kind of sideways in the air, and he just lopped the ball up. It was a wobbly pass. Uh, Goldston was back there in the end zone uh, in coverage, 
and Winfield was coming forward. Win, it was Winfield's man who ended up catching the, the touchdown, but Winfield came up because he thought Mahomes was coming into the end zone, so he oh. came up to tackle him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so somebody had hit Mahomes, so he was like halfway sideways and just kind of lobbed it over Winfield's head. And Goldston was near in the area, but it kind of caught everybody off guard. They were like, oh, you know, we thought he was going down and out of bounds, and he was able to just get the ball up. So, again, it was another one of those really wasn't a great play. It reminds me of uh, Ben Roethlisberger, how he just (laughs) fed on broken plays. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of how Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes did in this game a little bit. He only had a few of them, but... Uh, they worked out to his advantage, and that's what they are. They're kind of 50 50 plays, you know, they can be disastrous, yeah. You know, uh, right after that, Evans had a great uh, 30 yard catch down the middle, he got clobbered during that. He played so good, I'm right. so glad to see him back. He's highly, highly underrated, yeah, highly underrated. Uh, then he had the touchdown 13 yard touchdown, made it 21 10. So we're still we're down by 11, no big deal. Uh, 5-13 in the second quarter. Chiefs go for it on fourth and one on the Tampa Bay's 34. The receiver was wide open. I think it was a running back. He had gone out for like a, a curl route or whatever. And, or a, uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah. yeah. And he was wide open and dropped it. Hit him in the helmet. We ran <laughs> off the yeah, that was... uh, Edward Tolaire. That's who it was. Okay. Yeah, but it would have been a first down, you know, and, uh, just thank God something didn't go their way. Yeah. Now they had quite a few drop passes. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. uh, it's not surprising. No, it's not. <laughs> well, and they had a couple of really good catches. Uh, Kelsey caught a couple that were almost on the ground and horribly throwing passes. You know, and it, you know Kelsey had a guy in his face, and you know he had to reach over and get the ball off the ground. Basically, good catch. He's definitely a stud. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, they didn't get it, the, the fourth and one, and so the, we get it. The very next play, we get out there, Brady gets sacked. Uh, this guy comes blitzing in. It was a disguised blitz, uh, and the guy comes in from the right, and what, he stayed behind another guy right until he got up to the offensive line, and then he mm. shot around. Nobody saw him coming. Little guy, cornerback. <laughs> well, when he did that, Brady was looking over to the left, didn't see this guy coming at all. If you were to look to the right, he would see Mike Evans was wide open. Uh, mm. Yeah, he was open in the flats, but it would have been for a good 10, 15 yards uh, because the guy that was supposed to cover Mike Evans came in for the blitz. You know, but Brady didn't see him. Nobody saw him. It was, it was, a, it was he's just a little dude. He come in behind the big guys and then <laughs> shot around and. Uh, we didn't have a blocker in, extra blocker or nothing, mm. so uh, he was able to get to Brady, and Brady ended up fumbling the ball, and they got the ball back. So they they went for it on fourth and one, didn't get it. We get the ball. Brady gets sacked and fumbled, so they actually gained yardage there. By our possession. Right, by our possession. Uh, then I had written, that's when I started writing, that they that, – Devin White has done nothing since the first few drives of the first quarter. Uh, oh, he let a runner run right by him. And they showed this on replay. And, and, and they, I was kind of surprised that they didn't say anything about it. But he was getting blocked. The blocker fell down. And the runner was running right up the middle. And Devin White kind of stepped over. Devin White could have easily tackled the guy. 
And Devin White just kind of stuck his arm out. Didn't give no effort whatsoever. And the guy ran right by Devin White. It was very strange. I felt like that was kind of um, endemic in the game was they just had guys that were, you know, evading tackles or our tackling wasn't great. You know, it just mm. felt like we weren't physical enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, couldn't tackle anybody. I will say that. I think we could have been more physical. Uh, especially, like I said, when Mahomes goes out of pocket. And just yeah. leave those receivers out. You know, they're blockers at that point. Yeah. You know. It, it, it worked with us in, in the Super Bowl. And it was effective. Mm-hmm. Why we didn't do it this time, I don't know. I guess we figured they were going to be prepared for it. Or whatever. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what happened with Devin White. Um he, did, he looked just like he just wasn't into it. Like some, something. Uh, he, he ended up slipping and falling on one play, and he went down to his knees, and he kind of just stayed there. No, no, he's just – I'm, I'm probably going to end up doing a video. I'd hate to do it, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to make Devin White look bad and everything. But, I, you know, I believe in holding players accountable. Don't know what happened there. Uh, so it was a big factor in the game, especially our run game, that Devin White just kind of disappeared. Uh, let me see. We got uh, at this point. They're in our red our red zone, and they end up getting another touchdown. So that's when things start getting out of hand. It's twenty eight to ten at that point. Uh, so the fumble on the kickoff start the game, which gave them a very short field, and then the Brady sack fumble gave them a short field. That's two touchdowns right there. Mm-hmm. They won by 10 points. That's two touchdowns. Uh, Braid ended up having a pretty good game. He, he ended up catching the ball the one time and ran right into Chris Godwin, and it kind of shook Braid up. This was very strange. He caught the ball, ran into Godwin. Now, he was obviously hurt laying on the field, but yeah. he got up, and then he just kind of walked to the sideline, and then he started jogging a little bit, when he got closer to the sideline, but Brady didn't see him. Mm-mm. And Brady was, they were in, we were in hurry up mode. So mm-hmm. we ran up and snapped the ball and that's Brady's fault. Yeah. Uh, and we ended up getting a penalty. 12 men on the 12 field. 12 men on the field. It didn't really matter much because we ended up getting the first down very next play. But shouldn't they have called like an injury timeout for yeah, that? Yeah. I found that very strange. I don't know why Brady well, didn't And then the down. announcers made it kind of a big deal no. about it later. God, yeah. I mean, the whole time they were talking about this Tua thing. Yeah. And, uh... Guys, go go read the book Brainwashed by Merrill Hodge. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really lays out this whole concussion CTE stuff and shows that it's it's not what it appears to be. <laughs> You know, they're making a big like like Chris Collinsworth, and we talk about this all the time. I mean, you got uh Chris Collinsworth and, and all these announcers who are ex players, Greg Olson and all this good stuff. They played before all this stuff that you know, these safety protocols and all this, and they're fine. They're fine. And studies have shown that, you know, heads of neurology departments and almost all these guys that are up and that you consider very intelligent and responsible individuals play contact sports. In college, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so it's not like, you know, contact sports and, and concussions is making people, you know, turn into right. zombies and vegetables in their older age. It's just not something that's, uh, they're, they're blowing it way out of proportion. So anyway. Well, and just a small tangent, 
the Tua thing, I think, is proof that like mur- more bureaucracy right? never is the it's answer. Like it still happened. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. we all saw him fall like in the first game. Mm. You're kind of like, mm, I don't know, like maybe we, he should come out. Right. Like common sense. Like all of us idiots in the crowd with no medical degrees mm-hmm. saw that mm-hmm. and go, hey, there's something wrong with him. But then you get the bureaucracy on the side. Oh, no, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Let him go back in. And then you get the next week that disaster. So it's just. Yes. And they ended up firing that guy. Yeah. The guy who was responsible the independent for... consultant, unaffiliated, whatever he is. Right. So, you know, that's just a whole disaster there. Yeah. Uh, we, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I saw Tua get stumble uh, last week, or the week before last, I thought it was, I didn't think it was disorientation. I thought it was his knee or something. Yeah. So, kind of the way he stumbled to me, yeah. it looked like he, but it might have been. Well, and then they blame balance. his back. And I'm like, well, isn't that kind of like a, like your spinal cords back there? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Right, which. <laughs> right. Chris Collinsworth was going on about all this stuff. And yeah. He kept saying, that, well, I'm not a I'm doctor, not a doctor and doctor. I don't know. Right. But, but, you know, the NFL needs to be more protective of these players and all that good stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. Uh, read the book Brainwashed by Merrill Hodge. It really, really does a great job showing you the data and how this has turned into. Uh, instead of a follow-the-science thing, it's turned into a politicized, money-making thing, as mm-hmm. it always does. It's all, all causes become scams. Mm-hmm. This is how it is. Okay, that's the end of the tangent, right? Which oh, tangent? The concussion <laughs> tangent? Yeah. Yeah, you brought that up. I did. <laughs> all right, so uh, a break catches the ball, ends up running into Godwin. We get a 12-man on the field penalty. Then we get a first down. Uh, and then Mike Evans gets another touchdown. So brings it 28-17. All right, we're back into easy breathing territory here. Right, but how much time was left? 15 seconds in the in the half. Okay. All right. Right. Because so, at a certain point, it felt like, nah, it's gotten away from us at this point. It did. There's no coming. You felt during the whole game that we were just always just getting beat up. <clears throat> Yeah, and, and didn't I didn't feel like the team wanted it. Yeah, you did feel there they was a lot. They were just kind of present. Yeah, right. But that's how I felt too. But on rewatching it, I got a different sense. And I know when I watch all twenty two, I'll definitely get a different sense. Uh, I, I think that the defense got very frustrated because they couldn't do anything because they were being held and hit, and that uh, they were. They, they didn't have a... Level the, the, playing the, field. You're right. The refs were against them. That's how they felt, I think. Uh, now, on the kickoff, uh, Mike Evans scores a touchdown. On the kickoff, uh, their guy, Pacheco, his rookie running back, number 10, uh, he had a 42-yard return. He would have made a touchdown if it wouldn't have been for Cabrera, our kicker. <laughs> Camarda. Kicker. Yeah, Camarda, yeah. Who, who got in his way and kind of tripped him up a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so then on Kansas City got the ball with four seconds left on their 42. They were going to do a Hail Mary, it appeared. Uh, Mahomes goes back, seven-step drop, 
And uh, Carl Nassa, boom, gets a sack. So it's good for the gay stats. <laughs> Which is funny, they didn't mention anything about nothing. his sexual orientation. It kind of shocks me. It's like, it's like uh, being gay is so 2000s. I know, nobody cares. You know, now it's all this other weird stuff. So you gotta, you know, it's like, uh, that's old. That's old news. All right, so third quarter rolls around. The score is 28-17. Uh, it's third and 10. Kansas City's got the ball. They get the ball on the uh, kickoff because they deferred. They won the coin toss. Uh, Smith-Schuster, he goes for a screen pass for 19 yards. Now, this one infuriated me because Shaq Barrett is going down the line. Uh, they threw it to the opposite side Barrett was on. And he's going down the line to make the tackle. And an offensive lineman just <clears throat> clobbers him in the back. I mean, mm. just blatantly hits him right in the back. And the guy knew what he did was wrong because he immediately turned to the official and put his hands up. Oh, that's always the tell. Always the They tell. always do. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, just walk in the opposite direction. Right. Slowly, like, pretend nothing happened. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a video of just <laughs> the Kansas City guys in this game who did penalties and then put their hands up like this, <laughs> looking at the refs. Yeah, because it was, I mean, it happened like six times. Uh, but not only that, the uh, Carlton Davis was on the outside, and he was going to make the tackle. Both of them could have made the tackle uh, because it was a screen pass. The uh, Smith-Schuster caught it behind the line of scrimmage. They were both coming to get him. Uh, Barrett got clobbered in the back, which it, it should have been a penalty because you, you could get hit in the back at, on close line play when you're near the line of scrimmage, and this was definitely it was right on the line of scrimmage. But it was intentional, and it was forceful, which you can't do that. Mm-hmm. No matter where you at on the field, uh, and he he laid Barrett out, uh, but the Carlton Davis he was getting blocked by an offensive lineman who had run out there, and the offensive lineman grabbed his helmet. Oh my god! And you can see, I mean, uh, Carlton Davis fights the guy off and almost makes the tackle, uh, but you can see, I mean, Carlton Davis is in a like C shape. <sighs> trying to get away from this guy, and his helmet is being ripped off. Oh, my God. And it's blatant. It's right there. Both of them happened right out in the open. Uh, I saw that one on the broadcast when we were watching the game, and I was like, fucking Davis just got held. So, anyhow, they get a 19-yarder first down, a third and 10. It was just – and both of them would have made it to tackle, either for tackle for loss or close to the line of scrimmage. So, it would not have been a first down. Uh, and it was just play after play after play like that, and our defense was very frustrated with it. Uh, they were they were quite verbal with the uh, referees, and I hate that the the players and the coaches can't point this stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, if they do, they get fined. They're in the stuff. best position to point it out right. and to see it. Right. And you can't say it. They probably bitch about it after every game, but there would be certain games that you would you know know that hey, they're telling the truth here. Yeah. Um, so at 11:31, Kansas City fix, kicks a field goal, and here's where things really start. It stretches out 31-17. Um, Brady gets the ball next series. He goes incomplete four out of the next five passes. It was just a bad series. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of our guys dropping the ball. It wasn't really Brady. Uh, it seemed like there was some miscommunication. The offensive line played pretty good. I thought they, you know, from what I could tell. 
all 22, you could definitely see it a lot better. But uh, there wasn't a whole lot of pressure on Brady. I mean, he did get pressured, but it wasn't a lot. You know, he had plenty of time back there uh, in, in pretty clean pockets. And then we go to punt it, and our punter kicks a bad punt, 30-yard punt. It, it was just like, what? Where'd that come from? Well, he did that one, and then he had the kickoff out of bounds. Yep, yep. Bring I mean, that, that lost Bradley Pinion his job. Yes, and, and he did that uh, another time this year. I want to say last week. Yeah, he I think it was it last week. Last week, yeah. So, you know, that's got to get corrected. You know, that gave Kansas City good field position. Uh, uh. At this point, Brait was not coming back out on the field. He was in the concussion protocol. He was, he was off. And uh, Kansas City didn't do they, – they ended up getting a, a touchdown on that drive. Uh, they had good field position. Again, they had good field position in this game just like the Packers did in the last game. So, you know, this game was 10 points difference, but we had two turnovers. They had great field position. Brady outperformed Mahomes outplayed him. Uh, the, really, the big difference was the refs. Absolutely horrible call, and I still have a few more to, to bring up. Uh, the the holding allowed for them to have a good running game, and Devin White just kind of, I don't know what happened there. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's actually surprising that we were only 10 points down. <laughs> uh, so we get the ball back, and Coquifed, Number 41. Oh. Out of nowhere, catches a 19-yard catch. That was a good catch, too, because it was, like, over his shoulder. Yeah, he, he did an over-the-shoulder yeah. push-off with the I know, he defender. did push-off. Did not get called. Yeah. Might could have. Kept both feet in bounds on the side. I, it, was I a, know. it was a beautiful. I like him. I really like yeah. him. Uh, I, and we had just said last week about how Coquif. When he's in the game, you know, it's, he's going to be blocking. <laughs> I, I said he ain't never going to catch a pass all season. He's a fullback. He's, yeah, he's a fullback. He ain't a tight end. <laughs> and what happens? We come out and throw him a 19-yard beautiful catch and pass, catch and, pass and catch. Uh, then uh, 108, I think we ended up kicking a field goal there. I can't remember. No, no, wait. Uh, uh, Kansas City got a personal foul called. Uh, for clocking Mike Evans' uh, unnecessary roughness <laughs> penalty in the end zone. Right? Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Uh, it, it, yeah. Tom threw it to him. Uh, Mike Evans goes up. It goes through his hands. He comes down. Player yeah, clocks him. Blam. Yeah. Right in the head. Oh, my God. I was so mad about this. And I was mad during the game. Uh, but I was wrong on that. I was saying that the penalty okay. we should have been on the one-yard line. But here's okay. the thing. We were on the two-yard line. Uh, we were on the four-yard line during that play. So we get an unnecessary roughness penalty, 15-yard penalty normally. It's half the distance to the goal, so we got it on the two. Mm-hmm. On the yard. So a two-yard penalty. Yes, it infuriated me. I, it was our first down, and we got to replay the down because that's what happens when you get yeah. a personal foul penalty. You get to replay the down. It's a no-play down. So we got first down on the two. It was a two-yard penalty. Now, here's what pisses me off and infuriates me about this. Last year, during the playoffs against the Rams, the same exact play happened, but it was on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Mike Evans goes. He catches the ball. 
Uh, it falls out of his hands. Defender comes up, blam, clocks him right in the head. They call the defender, but they said it was after the play. Oh, yeah. So Kansas oh. City got the ball, and then they were 15-yard penalty. Same exact thing. This was the same exact thing. And they said, you know, what, why didn't they go, okay, it's second down now. Right, or you know, it, it happened after the, after play. the play. Yes, it's. A, I was so furious it's about that Rams stupid call. Stupid rule. And this is a perfect example yeah. of how they're just full of crap. It was a horribly, horribly rough game. Yeah. I mean, Mike Evans got laid out. It was. A, it was a unnecessary roughness penalty, and we got two yards out of him. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, I, I would do that. I would instruct my guys to do that every time. Yeah. You know, I'd give up two yards to make their receivers dizzy. So that was infuriating. And, uh, again, it just goes to show that that Rams call last year on fourth down was complete BS. I don't, I don't know how they justified this and how the announcers, which that's a whole other thing, didn't just freak out. Like, I've never seen that before. You get it. A guy goes to catch the ball, ball comes out of his hands, and he gets clocked in the head. That is a personal foul. Replay the down at 15 yards every single time, mm-hmm. except on that that play. It's the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, so then next play, 44 seconds left, third quarter, 29. White running back touchdown, first career touchdown. Yay, Hill! So that gives us 38-24. We're still ways away. Uh, then that's when, on the kickoff, Camarda kicks it out of bounds, gives it to them on the 40. So, you know, we're trying. We keep trying. We're getting close, getting close, and bam. It's like two steps forward or one step forward, two steps back. And uh, we're not getting any help from the refs. Uh, you know, they're they're doing dirty stuff like hitting us after the play. So then, uh, you know, th- at this point, there was just so much holding going on. You know, like I said, Barrett is complaining to the refs. You know, he's he's walking over to him. He's like, are y'all going to call any of this? Mm-hmm. You know, you can see he's very animated. He's like, and for Barrett, Barrett really doesn't complain a whole lot. Uh, you know, he was just like, he was just frustrated. You know? And I don't blame him. I was frustrated. Uh, so then 10-49 in fourth quarter, Kansas City goes downfield. Uh, they, you know, they got short field to go about 15 yards and end up kicking a field goal they made it 41 24 that's when you're just like oh man we're screwed yeah that's where it felt like it was over yes uh and then uh 41 godwin gets called for a bs offensive pass interference the guy ran in the hill godwin actually tried to get out of his way oh they were saying it was a pick play but the bullshit i know yeah. It's complete bullshit. You know, yeah. the, the receiver is allowed to run the route. The defender has to get out of his way. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Now, Godwin didn't go out of the way of his route, put his shoulder into the guy or nothing like that. No, Godwin's running. This guy's running at him. Godwin jumps up in the air to try to avoid the guy, mm-hmm. and Godwin got caught. I was so infuriating. So, it's just what you just feel like sometimes that the refs want another team to, you know, mm-hmm. the other team to win. And this is one of those games where you're just like, are, are y'all going to call anything right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then, great play by SMB. Now, I had talked about it last week, how SMB hadn't had any defensive snaps at all. Uh, we were using our safeties and the nickel and dime packages, and uh, we had only kept two quarterbacks on the field all season long. You know, Never had three quarterbacks or more, cornerbacks. And then all of a sudden... 
out of the blue, here's SMB, boom, great interception. Now, see, that's one of those plays where things didn't go right for Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know, he just chunked it up and we intercepted it. Now, the reason why he chunked it up is because for once, Vita Bay was getting pressure up the middle. And Vita Bay was coming straight at him. And that's a terrifying sight to behold. So uh, Mahomes just kind of got rid of it. Yeah. Threw it down the field. SMB, great intercept. A great run back, too. I wish we would have had better blocking on the run back. I think everybody was kind of shocked that he yeah. was trying to run it back. You know, they expected him to run out of bounds or lay down. Uh, so that was great. And uh, we get the, the ball in great field position. And uh, Fournette ends up getting a touchdown on a pass. Uh, so we close the gap again, 41-31. We're within 10. There we are. But there's only like three minutes left. Uh, 2.47 in the fourth quarter. Kansas City second and two. Uh, the running back, this is, this is where I just really got frustrated with Devin White. The running back, this is a second and two. The running back is being held up by Goldston and David. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it was Levante David. They're trying to keep him from getting a first down, and Devin White was standing right there, just standing there. Mm. You know, uh, he didn't have his hands on his hips, but right. he wasn't trying to help. And they eventually got him down on the ground and stopped him, but, but no help from Devin White. And uh, th- they ended up stopping him, but then they ended up getting the first down after that play, uh, and they were able to... Uh, basically run the clock out after that. So it was a very, very frustrating game. I was like you. I felt like the Buccaneers didn't have the gusto to win this game mm-hmm. that the Kansas City Chiefs did. I mean, you really felt like Kansas City Chiefs it was a revenge game for them. Buccaneers were just kind of like, yeah, y'all want it more than we do, so take it. Yeah. You know. Uh, big factor in the game, though. Big factor in the game was the referees. It's a huge factor. And we only lost this game by 10 points. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like it was more, it felt like we were getting our butts kicked the whole game. But if you look at the stats with Brady and Mahomes, Brady beat Mahomes in the stats category. And uh, we were only down by 10. That could be made up by any number of things. Uh, the two lucky touchdowns by Mahomes, you know, if we would have, you know, taken advantage of those opportunities, those wobbly ass passes. Uh, if we would have not turned the ball over those two times, uh, if we wouldn't have given them such good field position on the horrible punts and kicks, uh, uh, Devin White would have played better uh, if the refs would have called the penalties they should have. There was a lot of factors. So, yeah. again, I'm going to say we were the better team on the field. Things just didn't go our way. The refs were against us. Something happened with Devin White. I don't know what it was. Uh, but we only lost by 10 points. Now, it seems disaster. It's horrible to watch. It was it was tough watching the Green Bay Packers game, and now you know we've lost two of our home games to start the season. So you're thinking, oh man, you know we just need to get our crap in order. Let's not forget the year we won the Super Bowl. We got trounced by New Orleans Saints twice. Mm-hmm. One was just a complete butt whooping on <laughs> on the national TV, and then we got beat by the Chiefs in Week Twelve. You know yeah. they. We had that one receiver at over 200 yards in the first quarter in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, so we ended up going and beating all those guys in the playoffs. Uh, you know, this we're fine, guys. We're fine. Yeah, it was frustrating, but you have to remember it's week four. Right. 
The week know, four. And Brady says football doesn't start until November. Right. Yes. So. And I think this whole team is kind of feeling that way. You know, I'm aggravated with the receivers for not being out there on the field, you know, injured and all that stuff. But I think they're playing the long game. I do too. And, uh, you know, you, you feel like we were doing good with the running game and we got away from it with this game. Uh, and you're like, well, you know, we've been running Fournette a lot. Mm-hmm. And we need to give the guy a break. Uh, we felt like we could win this game on the passing. Instead, we acted like we don't have any other running backs <laughs> on the roster. <laughs> but you're going to have to bite the bullet. I, I thought White did good besides the fumble. Yeah, that fumble. It wasn't really his fault. It's just one of those things. It's going to happen. Uh, you know, we, we showed some really good stuff out there. You know, Mike Evans, great. Uh, I wish Julio Jones would have been more involved. He didn't get that many snaps. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting was out there surprisingly for uh, 28% of the defensive snaps. He had, oh, tw- he had 22 okay. snaps out there. See, that makes me think it's something other, or it might be an injury yeah. or something. Yeah. Like he's just not 100%. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's rest him. Right. But to us, it seems like, oh my gosh, why is he not out there? Yeah. It's drama. Uh, Vita had the most snaps he's had all season. He had 71% of the snaps. Now, the time of possession was atrocious. They had the ball 17 minutes more than we did. Whoa. That happened last week against Green Bay. It wasn't 17, 17 minutes. It was 17 seven minutes. minutes. Right. Which is still pretty lopsided. 17 I, minutes, that's huge. That's huge amount. Yeah. It did amount. feel like that we couldn't keep their offense off the field. No, they were able to just run yeah. at will against us. And, again, I think it's because Devin White and all the damn holding that was going on. Sorry. I hate to I hate to be that guy, and I'm you know when we lose and it's our fault. I'll point it out, but in this game, man, I'm telling you, there was so much holding and just dirty play that there was nothing we could do. We couldn't overcome it. You know, uh, they really targeted Barrett too. So I think it's because he, you know, said that about the offensive line not being much better or whatever. <laughs> Salty. Yeah. So I think they had a. Vendetta out against him specifically. So, uh, we're fine, guys. We're fine. You know, it, it, it was a hard game to watch, especially after the Green Bay game. Uh, but we're we are definitely going to win the division, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, New Orleans is looking like crap. The yeah, Panthers, they're one and three. Uh, Panthers, I think, are one and three. Panthers are exactly what they we, th- we thought yeah. they were going to be. That that uh, their quarterback. Baker. Baker Mayfield is nowhere near as good as I thought he was. I didn't think he was that good to begin with. Okay, now let's go back to our off-season discussions. Would you rather have Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Probably point. Deshaun Watson at this point. Uh, he's just out there making dumb decisions, inaccurate passes, but I, that that team is just bad. Yeah. They're just bad. It's, they're badly coached. I, I can't see Rule making another year. Can't do it. No, he'll be gone in November. Probably. Takes so? it. Yeah. We'll see. We don't know this owner whether he's one of those that'll get rid of him midseason. I think he is. I think he is too. Mm-hmm. They're not football people. No. Um, uh, Atlanta, uh, their defense is doing a little bit of something, but they're always like that, you know. They're, yeah. Th- yeah, they're two and two also. Right. So but they're right behind us. We're leading the division. Most of that is because of Cordell Patterson, who is out now for. Yeah. Four weeks minimum. On IR. And your reserve. 
so you know, I'm not I'm not worried about the Falcons at all. I mean, especially with uh, Mariota in there, and uh, their defense has never been much of an issue for us. It's a good thing because we play them this week. Yes, so we we should get that win. Uh, we're playing them at Atlanta, right? I think so. I think it's at home. I think it's a home game. Okay, so. I'm not worried about this. Uh, I'm going to try to get a video out on the penalties and some of the things I saw. And, and, and also the Devin White stuff. I, I just got to do it. I got to do it. I didn't do it with the Levante David one last year because uh, I, I love Levante David. I love the Devin White. And I really just didn't want to put that out there and make them look bad. Uh, but I don't know. There was just something there. I, there was something there. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. We'll I mean, there could be an innocuous explanation for it. Yeah. We don't know. Frustration, injury, mm-hmm. something. Yeah. There's something there. Um, it is a home game. Oh, okay. Okay. God, we need a win at home. I get know. The, get the fans <laughs> juiced up, man. I know. So, we will have a preview this week. We've not done a preview. I know. All season. Still been crazy with the moving. Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. Friday. I wasn't going to make any more excuses. I know. Uh, this week, we're going to have our preview. We got guests coming over Saturday, so we'll probably try to get it out Friday. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I wasn't going to say anything about it <laughs> because every time we said, we're going to do a preview. I know. We have an excuse. Every time. All right. You got anything else? No. I was going to sit here and complain about the uh, the fan that ran on the field. I'll just say this real quick. I know we're going over. Okay. Uh, a, a fan ran out on the field Monday night. And he had a little smoke bomb thing. He was mm-hmm. running around the field. And Bobby Wagner, linebacker for the Rams, used to be a linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks, he came out and he leveled the guy. I mean, just put his shoulder into him and just boom. And everybody was just like, yeah, woo-hoo-hoo. I'll tell you, I did not like that. That, that, that really bothered me. Uh, you know, I, I'm from... I remember back when uh, teams would win a game and people would rush the field. They'd go out there. They'd act a fool. They'd, you know, pat the players and lift them up over their, on their shoulders and tear down the goalpost and, you know, celebrate with the players and all that good stuff. That doesn't happen anymore, obviously. Uh, it, it seems to me like there's there's definitely this separation of the players and the fans where uh, players are better than mm-hmm. they are the elite, you know, they, they can do things and, you know, I mean, they're protected by armed security all around the stadium and the, the, the fan stuff, you know, people run out on the field. It, it's harmless. It always has been. It's always mm-hmm. been a, a funny thing, you know, yeah. but it's like, ha ha, look at that idiot. Right. Especially <laughs> when they've like streakers. That's yeah. always funny. Uh, but a few years ago, probably a little over a decade ago, the NFL and the networks got all morally righteous about it, and now they won't show it when it happens. They'll move the camera to the players just kind of standing yeah. there. Yeah, so you don't know what's going on. Like, right. you're a spectator yeah. of the game, and everything stopped, and you're like, what? what is this? Right, and it, it's, it's infantilizing the fans in the sense that, you know, it's like a... 
Oh, you can't you yeah. can't see this because we don't want you to imitate this behavior. We're going to be the adults We're here. the adults in the room. We're discouraging right? this behavior. And they always talk about it. The announcers will. They'll be like, oh, some idiots running out on the field like a moron. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, no, you don't talk about the fans like that. I'm sorry. You know, well, when this when Bobby Wagner laid this guy out, you know, everybody's all like, woo And, of course, I love to see a good hit and everything. But I don't like how they're like, this is a good thing for the sport. Yeah. You know, because here you have, we talk about player safety and all that good stuff. Here you had a guy who was in shorts and a T-shirt running out there getting hit by a guy that went, outweighed him by a yeah. good 60 pounds. An NFL linebacker. Yes, an NFL in, linebacker. With pads. In pads and a helmet. I mean, it was dangerous. Yeah. And, you know, to be celebrating that, like, you know, the guy deserved it. No, he didn't. Well, for one, I've seen women do this a lot. You know, there, there used to be a woman on the Dallas Cowboys who would run out there. She had big breasts, and she would run out, and she would hug all the players and stuff like that. And, you know, it was kind of a thing. It was just funny. You know, and the announcers would, you know, laugh about it, and you know, to kind of talk about her, her big breast, but in a... Uh, obscure way, you know, it's like, oh, well, she's got plenty of cushion. She's not going to hurt any, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, it was cute and it was funny. Could you imagine if a woman had run out there and done that and got laid out by a player? He'd be in jail right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but the guy does it and they, everybody applauds. Uh, you know, and it's, it's kind of a thing I see as a trend. It's been happening for a long time. It's kind of like a, a Alvin Kamara, you know, he beats this guy up him and a group of his friends, it's on video, and they beat the crap out of this guy, and you can see the guy's face is all blowed up and bloody, mm-hmm. and it's just like, eh, you know, let it go through courts. Yeah. Like that. We're going to keep delaying the trial yeah. so he won't miss yeah. any time this season. Right, it's going to happen during the off-season, and he won't get suspended, and all this good stuff. And this happens quite a bit, where, you know, NFL players get into fights, and they're, or they push assault men, nothing ever happens to them. Uh, but then anything happens, if you even get accused by a woman of sexual inappropriateness, the whole world stops. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I don't like this, this, uh, what's happening there with that. Uh, but, uh, and also, I remember in 2014, a uh, woman ran out in the Pro Bowl. Uh, and this was all over the internet at the time. She ran out during the Pro Bowl, NFL Pro Bowl, and she was out there chest bumping with everybody. <laughs> You know, and no, none of the players tried to stop her yeah, or anything. They and, didn't make it a big deal. Right. Eventually, they came over and they walked her out with the security and all this good stuff. And that's another thing. You know, if you're going to tackle the guy, let security do it. The players shouldn't be involved in yeah. this. Yeah. You know? To me, it's a bad look. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's kind of like the player saying, I don't like fans, you know. Uh, I did see rumblings that the guy was saying he was going to sue he should. Bobby Wagner. He should. Um. So, you know, I don't like that feeling of the tier society where, you know, celebrities and for the, the players can do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the, the, the network's refusing to show. It's kind of infantilizing the fans because they're like, oh, y'all aren't, y'all aren't grown up enough to see this. We don't want y'all imitating this childish behavior. Yeah. Uh, you know, the players, it's this, this uh, two-tiered elitist thing. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling. Uh, the whole... You know, the, the 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 difference between the genders, you know, women are treated with the kids' gloves and the you know, guys are laid out, you know, almost not, they are knocked unconscious, which the guy might have been. I couldn't tell mm-hmm. uh, from the videos I saw. 
And I, you know, I, I just don't like how everybody's applauding you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an unhelmeted guy. He's out there just having a good time, just goofing off. Yeah. It wasn't hurting anybody. It's it's fun. It's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know. So anyhow, that's my two cents on that. Took took it took us over to limit. I just want to get that out of the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got anything else, Molly? That is it. All right, guys, we're fine. We're gonna we're gonna lay into the uh, Atlanta Falcons this week and take our frustration out on them. Yeah, everybody's gonna be talking about how awesome the Buccaneers <laughs> are after this week coming. Oh, and I'm so excited! It's a one o'clock game. Yeah, finally. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Till next time. Go Bucks.